five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast Pop Culture Week in Review for October 4th, 2019. Uh, if you stumbled across us on the interwebs, uh, you can check us out at kfpodcast.com. All of our social media is at the KF Podcast, and we're on uh, a bunch of different uh, podcast web websites, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Blueberry, iTunes, uh, I think Google, you think you can find us in the Google podcast thing, um, everywhere. Just search DKF podcast. You'll find us, uh, wherever you need. Um, just me and Brock tonight. Yep. Uh, we're, we're, the, the team is, is splitting the load this week. Uh, <laughs> Ken and Don just got, uh, just went down to Washington to yeah. check out the first ever television taping for AEW. Yes. And uh, so I guess today they recorded a show about their trip that'll gonna okay. that's gonna end up on the YouTube's. Uh, so you can go fun. over there and, and check out their review and their experience from their trip down to Washington D.C. And so Brock and I decided to get together and do the uh, the weekly weekly show. So yeah. Um, tonight uh, gonna do our normal weekly box office numbers. Um, got a couple things in the MCU, more damn Spider-Man news. Um, it's it's, it's good news though. It just pisses me off because every time I do a special, like the next day, something comes out and ruins what I did. (laughs) Um, You should put together a show how Brock can get a million (laughs) dollars and I'll split it with you. I'll, I'll work on that. The other one, the other one we need to do is, um, how uh, Kevin Feige started filming the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, there you go. Um, so a uh, little bit of Eternal stuff come, has come out, um, talking about uh, 2021 in the MCU. Uh, we had, going switching over to the DC universe, uh, we had the Birds of Prey trailer released. Uh, got a little bit of news about the new Bat Family uh, with the Batman film coming from Matt Reeves. Uh, some casting rumors uh, about some different characters. And I saw an article today about J.J. Abrams and what he may be working on uh, over at Warner Brothers. Um, moving out of D.C. into some Star Wars news, uh, we got a, a new character image. Uh, and a little description of a new new character coming in episode nine, um, and uh, some some other information from JJ, uh, just giving us a little bit little teasers here and there about the new coming movie. Um, in other news, uh, Tremors seven. That's, I'm going to stop right there. That's 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 Tremors seven is all we need to know. Um, oh. In TV news, we got a little bit about the Moon Knight show. Um, and, uh, some, uh, budget numbers for the Disney plus Marvel shows. I uh, got a little bit of, uh, New York comic-con toy news, uh, a couple things from video games and, uh, we'll have one little bit of Steelers, uh, happy news before the be end of the show. Steeler news in the entire season. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Thanks twice. So, um, Anything uh, anything interesting going on with you this week? Uh, just another fun-filled week at work, you know, all that fun stuff. But 
other than that, it's been business as usual. How about you? A lot of, a lot of frustrating stuff going on with, uh, with uh, mom and and trying to get her some more help. But uh, other than that, I hate insurance companies. So yeah, they're pretty rotten. (laughs) Uh, But, I think uh, hopefully that'll give us enough time for our uh, to meet the minimum requirement for Facebook preview. But uh, well, if you want to, we can definitely ramble some more if we need to. <laughs> um, but if you want to uh, hear the rest of the show, head on over to SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and uh, check us out over there. Thanks for sticking around. And we're back. All right. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. Um. So jump right in weekend box off num- weekend box office numbers from last weekend. Uh, we had abominable, uh, abominable, okay. uh, made 20, 20, <laughs> $20.6 dollars. Uh, the Downton Abbey movie in its second weekend made uh, a little over 14 million. Um, the JLo stripper movie, uh, yeah. made a little over 11 million and the lion uh-huh. King still in the top 10. Made $1.6 million. Has that topped a billion yet? Uh, let me go look. A uh, few weekend. This weekend. Where is it? Lion King. Uh, actually, no. So, total. That says total gross. That can't be right, can it? Uh, yes, it has way past a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. World worldwide. It's at 1.6 billion. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's made five, 540 domestic and 1.1 billion in the foreign market. So yeah, this movie is huge on a $260 million budget. I just looked up Downton Abbey's budget. It was 20 million. Holy cow. So it's already tripled that just yeah. in the United States worldwide. It's at 111 million. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big hit for them. A big yeah. hit for them. It's going to be a series, a trilogy or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rounding out the top five uh, with, um, Oh, that's not what I was looking for. Uh, it chapter two uh, in number four with 10.2 uh, and ad Astra the um brad pitt space movie in number five with um uh another 10 million um i'm interested i want to see this i don't know that i'm going to pay theaters pay theater prices to go see it but i definitely want to see this yeah it doesn't Um, look bad it it hasn't done real well so far it's it's only at 93 million total uh and that's worldwide um On, but it, it, the the production budget's not listed here, so I uh, don't know if it's going to be considered a success or failure or not for the studio. But um, I, you know, from a from a cash perspective for Brad Pitt, that's not a huge showing. No. Yeah, that's. I'm sure they're taking a hit on that one, or just breaking even, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It does look interesting, though. I, I would definitely watch it. Yeah, I mean the 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 previews make it kind of look like his his dad was some famous space explorer but went rogue and like now they're shooting him out into space to go find his dad or something like yep. 
I don't know. Sounds like a weird, weird story. Um. <laughs> So let's jump into movie news. Um, right. In the MCU, uh, we talked about more Spider-Man news. So if you watch our YouTube stuff, we had uh, last week we we published a show um, talking about what was going to happen with Spider-Man uh, or what the possibilities were going to happen with Spider-Man with Sony potentially getting uh, Sony Entertainment potentially getting sold. Um, was Marvel j- or was Disney just going to buy the rights to Spider-Man all on its own? Uh, you know, what was going to happen? Well, and then like two days after we finished recording the show, uh, magically Disney and Sony have come to a new deal. They're going to make Spider-Man three and another Marvel team up movie. So Avengers five, um, some other like Avengers four and a half, you know, one of the other characters and just shove him into another movie, but it's uh, Spider-Man three solo and a team up movie. Uh, Disney will co-finance and profit share at 25%. And we're, st- I'm still haven't seen the details coming out yet, but I believe that 25% co-finance and profit share includes the Sony spider verse movies oh. while the contract is active. Ooh, that's not a really good deal for Sony. I, I wouldn't, except for the fact that Disney's going to spend, they're going to give them 25% of the cost. Sure. Right. Um, but in, I, I, I don't want to say that's 100% confirmed, but I did, I did hear that from a couple different sources that this was basically for the MCU. They get, they, they're doing Spider-Man three in the team up movie, but then they're going to help Sony with their other movies as well. Oh, that could be pretty good then if they have some influence. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I Feige technically was a producer on Venom. Uh-huh. Um, so if they have a little bit more influence in Venom, you know, maybe what they could take what was I, I don't mind Venom. I actually kind of enjoy it. Either. Um, so you know, what the if they could take what Sony did, which was halfway decent, and add Marvel's influence and Spider Man, you know, maybe they could make a pretty good movie. They made a ton of money on Venom, so they did. And bringing in- and and bringing Tom Holland into it is only going to add to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it'll be a it'll make a billion dollars if Marvel's involved and Spider-Man's involved. It'll it'll top the billion mark. Yeah, I guess a couple things. Tom Holland's involvement in it may initial estimates that it's going to be pretty small. That the second movie will be kind of more focused on um, Venom and Carnage, and that. Peter Parker may even be as far back as like an end credit scene or like something just at the very end of the movie where he comes in and they just kind of introduce him into that storyline. Um, Carnage in two parts and then he helps him in the second part of it, maybe. That could be. I I did uh, um, Tom Hardy, uh, who plays Eddie Brock Venom. Uh, he signed on for five movies with this in this universe. So, (laughs) He's apparently into it. So, um, uh, in other spider verse news, apparently there's a Madam web movie in development. I don't, I don't know how much interest there would be in this. Somebody was saying that this could be something like some way how they, um, 
kind of mix the spider verse and the MCU because she's magical or I don't, I I don't, I don't know the character real well. She's pretty much a clairvoyant and she helps, she gives him advice and stuff like that in the comics. And she has some like mystical powers behind it as well. But I mean, I don't know how much interest there, unless she's just a supporting character, but I don't know how she could carry her own movie because she doesn't do anything. Well, yeah, I, I read she's like, she's, she's like, confined to that machine isn't she yeah she can't like she that machine is basically keeping her alive okay i don't know some kind of alien tech i believe and it's shaped of course like a spider web yeah 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 (laughs) figures all right well we'll see what happens with that um i I skipped over a, a note going back to the the disney sony deal coming together I've read in from multiple sources, so this has got to be at least somewhat true, that Tom Holland is actually the reason that Sony and Disney came back to the negotiating table and made this happen. Yeah. Um, apparently, he called um, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, directly wow. and was like, talk, you know, and basically was like, look. We need to do this for the fans. It's 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 the best thing for the fans. And apparently, he actually so he's going to be starring in the um uh the characters Nathan Drake. Uh, what's the Uncharted? Uh, Uncharted. Yes, he's going to be Nathan Drake for Uncharted. Oh, okay. That hmm. is a Sony project. Okay. The rumor that I read was that he was leveraging that against Sony. To make them come back to the negotiating table. (laughs) (laughs) So so if that's true, thank you, Tom Holland. (laughs) I read an article, I think it was on comic book resources, I'm not positive, but it was like shaming Disney for using their fans to bully Sony into this deal. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. They're like, oh man. They they made all the fanboys got up in arms and that and then they gave, made the most powerful corporation in the world even more powerful <laughs> by putting you know putting the screws to a smaller studio for something that they wanted. Like well, it's kind of true, but I think we all win in the end. <laughs> exactly. Well, did you see that meme where it's um uh I can't even remember who the characters are. It's some movie characters and they're standing in like a bank vault looking at a giant pile of money and the one person has like a Sony shirt on and the other person has a yeah. Disney shirt. And it's like, eh, okay, maybe we'll come together for one more. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I saw that. It's so true though. I mean, it, separately, it's not going to make the money that it did. No. And, and I've seen a lot of other rumors, a couple YouTube channels talking about, oh, well, Sony or Disney's going to use this as an opportunity to write Spider-Man out of the universe. And because of um, one thing that Kevin Feige said during an interview and a lot of a lot of other people are interpreting that a different way, saying that, no, this is just going to be written to close out like the high school chapter of Peter Parker. OK. And so I guess the plan right now is that Disney and Sony are just going to they're going to do this on a onesie twosie scale where every couple movies they are going to have to go back to the negotiating table Uh and come up with a new deal. Um, It makes sense. I mean, Sony paid a lot of money for that property. Yeah. It's not like they just 
got it and, and there's like they should just sit on it i mean they should make some money off it because they bailed marvel out if it wasn't for sony making this deal we probably wouldn't even have any of these movies right now exactly exactly so um yeah so we'll see but as of right now we've got uh the new spider-man 3 uh final of this trilogy uh coming july 2021 uh so July 2021 will be the MCU's biggest year ever. Four wow. films, four films that year. Uh, we start in February with Shang-Chi. Um, and then in May, it is, uh, I believe it's May, is the Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness. Then okay. we have uh, this, the Untitled Spider-Man 3 solo film in July. And then we close out the year in, I think... November with Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. Plus all the Disney Plus stuff that's going to come out that year. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a huge Marvel year. Printing money. Yeah. Just printing money. Uh, So stepping away from Spider-Man news, uh, we got some Eternals set photos um, that apparently show... uh, a completely Jack Kirby inspired like cityscape all colorful and carved like intricately carved columns and just color everywhere. Um, so I, I didn't, I've never read the Eternals, but I know Jack Kirby stuff was pretty iconic. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking at a little bit here. There's not much to see. But there's like a couple of statues that look very, very Kirby-esque. That look, that's cool. It reminds me of that the, the uh, Gladiator Arena from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Also, also very heavily Kirby-inspired, which is cool because he created all that stuff. So Yeah. Give the guys due. He doesn't get go. a lot. <laughs> um. Anything else? Have you heard anything else from the Marvel Marvel front? Um, no, no, nothing, nothing crazy. All right, cool. So let's jump over into the DC universe. Uh, kind of a big week for DC. Um, had the new Birds of Prey trailer released. Um, I'll start. I actually kind of dug it. Um. You know, is this going to be a good movie? Probably not. But I bet bet it's going to be fun as hell. (laughs) See, Harley Quinn annoys me. And I can get that. Being like a hardcore comic book person and having Mm. and working in a store and having to deal with people that only are into (laughs) comics now because of Harley Quinn and Deadpool. I I, I can get it. I think she's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I could. I don't mind her in the comics, like if she, but in her own comic, it's just annoying. It's just nonsense. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, we'll I'll still go see the movie and I'll probably enjoy it. But I, I just it, you know, it looks like it's going to be a lot of action. It's definitely going to be Harley focused, even though it's <laughs> called Birds of Prey. Um, that's the bankable character that they have right yeah. now. Um, if this movie does well and they get a good response on the other characters, then maybe we will get a movie that's just like the birds of prey. Um, mm-hmm. or maybe they'll show up in one of the bat family movies or something like that. But yeah. Harley Quinn is the draw right now. The other characters are just going to be tested and, uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, the, the trailer was 
all Harley. In fact, they showed flashes of the other characters, but mm-hmm. hardly enough that you could even recognize anything. Right. Um, a quick shot of uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, who's playing Black Mask, but he I don't think he had the mask on, did he? No, he didn't. Not that yeah. I saw. So, uh, you're not getting to see the villain in his full form. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's it's going to be Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was uh, a, not a good movie, but I, I enjoyed it. I had fun. Um, I just watched I, it last night. It was on before AEW came on, so I watched, like, the second half of it. It's the ending, No, the ending is pretty bad, though. The ending yeah. is the ending is pretty terrible. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. We got a new one of those coming here in a year or two with uh, James Gunn doing it. So we'll see if he can do it any better than the first one did. I think he can. I think it'll be good. Uh, so next in just kind of news and rumors, um, apparently Robin may appear in the Matt Reeves Batman movie. See, I'm excited for that. I'm torn. The only thing I, I just I don't want it to be a 12 year old kid because that plays well in the comics and the cartoons. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that'll play well in live action. <laughs> yeah, it's even kind of creepy in the comics, but I don't know. Because he's always had a Robin. Yeah. And and I, I agree. I, I don't mind as long as again, as long as it's not like a little kid out there doing it. Um, I think I'll be okay with it. Um, what if, if it's his son? It it dep- Well, I, I don't know who. I don't. The reason I'm going to say it's not Damien is because they're saying that they're introducing this Robin prior to a solo Nightwing okay. film. So, so it's, it's probably going to be Dick. Um, but I mean, Robert Pattinson is a younger guy. How, you know, are are they just going to change the story so that, you know, Robin and Batman are only like five years apart? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, that changes the origin story of their relationship pretty drastically. It does. I don't know. I mean, I think it needs updated because it was originally done in the 40s. Yeah. So it kind of needs updated. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at now, now granted that terrible Batman and Robin movie, Batman was much older in that. You know, I mean, George George Clooney was what in his late forties, I think, at that point, at least early forties. Um, and Chris uh, Chris O'Donnell, who played yeah. Robin, was you know in his twenties. But um, you know, Robert Pattinson doesn't unless they age him up, which they shouldn't do if this is their Batman going forward. Right. Um, you know, he's like what? 30, maybe. I'm so not sure. I'm going to look that up. Um, so I wouldn't think that, that he could be too old, but yeah, they're saying that, that he may appear prior to a solo Nightwing film. Apparently this Batgirl movie that Joss Whedon was attached to at one point, they're still real heavy on that and they're going to tie directly in. So it looks like they're going to create like a bat family universe. Um, But how that ties into the rest of the DC universe at large, it's completely separate. Warner brothers has come out and said the Joker movie that releases today, actually um, Mm -hmm. 
that it, it that is completely separate and on its own has nothing to do with the the future Batman movies that are going forward. Um, we don't even know if Birds of Prey is related to this new new series. Uh-huh. So the the DC universe is just so out there. We we I, just they, don't know where they are. They need to move on past Batman stuff. I think is what it is. Because that gives them too many directions they can go with just one family of characters, and they can't even seem to get that right. Yeah. So maybe just move beyond that and start trying to build the actual universe and get get off Batman because it's been done a million times. So that I mean, I um, yeah, Robert Pattinson is thirty three years old. All right, way. so he's actually older than I thought he was, but still thirty three. You know, he's he's not going to be adopting a 20 year old kid (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah that'll be that'll be interesting and at 20 and at 33 he's kind of a baby face he can play a character that's much younger than he is Mm -hmm, definitely um because i think i read that they want this batman to be like mid to late 20s kind of like early in his career Mm -hmm. so i'm all right uh, so in building upon this this bat family universe, uh apparently we're um expecting some casting news imminently uh for a new Selena Kyle. Okay. Um and the top the the front runners right now according to I think comicbookmovie.com for Selena Kyle is Lapita Nyong'o uh okay. which to me doesn't make sense because her character is still pretty active in Black Panther. She's Black Panther's girlfriend. Um, Tessa Thompson, who is um, Valkyrie, who is probably going to be one of the main characters of the new Thor movie coming. Right. Um, this uh, Gugu Mbatha Raz. Um, I I've never I'm not familiar with her as an actress. She has been in a few things. Um, I believe she did a voice in, um, the Beauty and the Beast movie. Um, and she's been in a couple other larger roles, just not stuff that I've seen her in. Um, so I'm not familiar with her at all. Um, then Alexandra Shipp, uh, who was Storm in the most recent X-Men movies. Uh, so obviously she's freed up to do whatever she wants. Right. Uh, and then this Logan Browning, who has done mostly television work, a couple movies here and there, uh, but her I wasn't uh, – I even looked up pictures and had no idea who she was. So – Out of those ones, I picked Goo Goo. <laughs> Just because of the name? <laughs> yeah, well, I looked them all up. Okay. Yeah, I would go with her. Okay. I don't know why, but – uh. Kind of Eartha Kit, Catwoman, kind of. I'm thinking this is the direction they're going with. Okay. That could be From cool. From the old 66 series. I thought she was great back then. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Well, and they're looking at, so, another casting. They haven't announced any um, any uh, actresses yet, but apparently they're looking for an actress of color to play Batgirl. Um, okay. Which makes sense because it's rumored that Jeffrey Wright will be playing Gordon. So if they continue on with the Barbara Gordon Bat Batgirl uh, storyline, then it makes sense that she'd be an actress of color. So 
use Rosario Dawson and uh, she can reprise the role from the Lego Batman movie. There you go. I'd actually be down with that. She's awesome. She, she's well, old. Yeah, she's know. older now. She's older now, though. So, but I, I mean, Jeff, Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright's not a young man. True. Um. So, like, age wise, that would fit, but I don't know how well Rosario Dawson and Robert Pattinson would like because yeah. that's that's almost supposed to be like a Robin type. Batman Robin type relationship, isn't it? Right, right, yeah. So, yeah, that might not work out well. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's so many people you could get. Uh, yeah, anybody. You know, I mean, literally, you could throw out a hundred African American actresses' names and just pick one from a list, and okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as long as as long as they have acting talent. I, I don't really care who they cast. Um, you know, there's some people with, and with Batgirl, I don't, I don't, I've never sat around and done a fantasy Batgirl casting myself. So, yeah. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have anybody specific that I'd be like looking for. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those characters where I don't think the race of the character matters whatsoever. No. Now see in this one though, if Jeffrey Wright does play, end up playing Gordon, if they had a white Batgirl, they, they, it couldn't be Barbara Gordon. Right. Unless they did something stupid like they did with that terrible Fantastic Four movie and the kids were adopted, adopted or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think we talked about Gordon, what, two weeks ago or last week or two weeks ago that his, his character doesn't, it doesn't matter what race he is. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so throwing Batgirl in there uh, as, as uh, an action of color is, is cool. Um, the last bit of DC stuff that I heard, uh, should make Don happy because this is what he wanted. Uh, it's rumored right now that JJ Abrams is going to be working on Superman, Green Lantern, and Justice League. Sounds like they found their Kevin Feige. It certainly does. <laughs> Which they desperately need. <laughs> they, they do. They need somebody to come in and just head this up and, and, you know, take over. Um, somebody who's been in the like the film industry and and you know JJ's come in he took he took over Star or, uh, Star Trek and made some pretty good Star Star Trek films we know what he's done with Star Wars um, so yeah I'm down yeah um, I'm excited for that if that if that's true I, that that gets me excited because right now when a DC movie is announced I'm like eh okay you know it'll be a good movie but it's not gonna be a nice bridging overarching story. It's just going to be one movie and then that's it. Yeah. And, and I think if anybody can tie like new care, new recasted characters in <laughs> with like wonder woman and Aquaman. Cause I, I don't want to lose Gal Gadot as wonder woman. I don't want to lose Jason Momoa as Aquaman. No, I, I like those two. And if anybody can tie them into like a new universe, I think JJ is the guy that can do it. Mm-hmm. For sure. So he, he can think outside the box. I mean, he he gets into some weird stuff and some of his things. So I think he he's the guy. Certainly hope so. Uh, but that's all I had for uh, for DC. A uh, couple Star Wars things. Uh, new character Babu Frick. Um is a droid smith capable of modifying or reprogramming any droid. Um, And one of the pictures 
uh, shows him working on 3PO. And there's a new uh, 3PO, uh, Episode 9 3PO figure was um, was teased as part of Triple Force Friday, I think. That's um, today. Is it? Yeah. Then it, then, okay, then it was before that, because it didn't come out. It didn't come out. It came okay. out like last week, I think. Or the beginning of this week, maybe. Um, well, we're in the future. Oh. Yeah, we are. We are recording a little bit in the future. <laughs> um, but anyway, the figure comes out and it's this Babu Frick comes with C-3PO. Um, but the little guy, he's like a foot tall. He's real little dude. Um, at, least the, at least the figure is that comes with 3PO. Okay. So, but he's kind of, he's just kind of a cool looking little dude and people are speculating. Is he the one that, does he actually reprogram 3PO and are his eyes, is he the one that makes his eyes go red? And cause remember that image that came out that showed yeah. him with the red eyes and he's pretty cute. Uh, yes. So it'll, now what's funny is as cute as he is, if he turns out to be a bad character, <laughs> He probably is. It'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. It would absolutely be great. Yeah, he's pretty neat looking. Weird new alien. Adorably weird new alien is what Gizmodo calls him. <laughs> so I like his little his little visor thing that he's got, the little eyeglasses yeah. or whatever. He's um, cool. So he should be and he does he even in the picture, he looks like he would be little. Well, in the the picture from the movie, he's in somebody's hand. Like they're actually like holding him in one hand. So okay, that's okay. All right, yep, yep, you're right. So he's just a little guy. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he does. Um, <laughs> actually, I I can almost guarantee. Well, I won't say I guarantee because they can do trickery with all. But it looks oh, like wait, this. That was weirdly cropped. That's his hand. Yes. Yeah. That's his hand. Um, and there's a lot of like, are those wires or is that hair in the foreground? It looks Maybe. like kind of wiring to me. It looks like C-3PO is like insides. Yeah, it could be. And then if like on that Gizmodo article, if you scroll down, it shows C-3PO in the chair with the red eyes. That kind of looks like the, the lighting and stuff of the room. So yeah. I, I, bet he's, yeah, I bet he's doing something with 3PO. <laughs> He's interrogating him or something, getting information out of him, maybe. <laughs> Downloading. <laughs> um, in other Star Wars news, uh, people have been talking to JJ. JB, he's been coming out, you know, talking about the film. Um, and he, he says, Episode 9 will definitively answer who Rey is. Not okay. just as a person, but who her spirit is. So, like... By the end of episode nine, you're going to know who she is as a person and who she is as a Jedi, I guess. Like where she lands. She's turning. (laughs) I I would be, I I don't know. I, I, I would be fine with a dark turn for her. I just don't want her to turn dark in an effort to, um, give kylo ben his redemption story that motherfucker killed han solo <laughs> it's all part of the plan Han. <laughs> he had to keep his cover 
and, and, and it's possible. It, it just pisses me off. <laughs> uh, but essentially what JJ was saying is by the end of this movie, like all the loose ends are going to be tied up. So if that was in fact the case that Han was in on it and basically allowed Ben to kill him so that he could continue to take down the dark side from the inside, we'll, we're going to know that if, okay. if it happens. Um, also, I guess he's been getting a lot of, um, a lot of like, um, negative feedback on bringing Palpatine back. See, that annoys me because if anybody read any of the extended universe books, he had several clones made of himself before he was killed. So it could very easily be one of those clones. And and he hasn't said how he's coming back yet. So you're right. It could either be a clone. A force it, ghost. It could be a, for, a, a dark side force ghost. He, you know, we just know that Ian McDermott is coming back to play the character, but we don't know how we're going to see him. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people, because of the whole clone thing, a lot of people are saying that that he is going to be Ray's father, that she's a clone. Okay. Um, that she is essentially a cl- one of his clones that he made as to like disguise himself. So that could be so that could be the dark turn unless she turns dark because she's a clone and then has a quick redemption to the light side, even though she's a clone. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> this movie could be just absolutely bonkers and we may leave this like what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that's going to happen because I mean, they got a lot to clean up. They this do. The end of this saga, which is. It- Apparently is so, and, and he says he's not retconning anything that came in the Last Jedi, which means Luke's dead. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I, I'm still excited because it's Star Wars. It's J.J. Abrams. Um, if he wasn't directing this last one, I don't know that I would be this excited. I wouldn't be. I, I don't think I would be. Um. Especially if Rian Johnson had moved on. If Rian Johnson had moved on, I think I would be, like, not happy about this movie at all. Nobody would go see it. It wouldn't even have made it to theaters because people would be so up in arms over it. Because, I mean, Solo, that was a good Star Wars movie, tanked because of how pissed off people were about Last Jedi. Yeah, totally. So there's no way they would take that chance again. He's getting his own movies. I don't know if it's still a trilogy, but he's still on the list to get his own set of Star Wars movies. Is just keep him away from the main stuff. Let him do. <laughs> he, he could do like a Star Wars movie because that's a vast galaxy. It yeah. doesn't have to involve these characters in any way. Yep. Um, and one other one other thing in here that I forgot to add. Um, I don't think we talked about this last week. Is that Kevin Feige is going to be producing at least one star Wars film, um, with Kathleen Kennedy. Nice. Um, I saw an article today, uh, that somebody is speculating that there is, I don't know if it's a lost or if it's something he's done recently, but the art, the headline of the article today was, is Feige doing the Lucas trilogy? So apparently is there another George Lucas trilogy of films out there somewhere? Maybe. Or he's going to do it the way George Lucas intended to do it. 
So we'll have seven, eight, nine again, but it'll be the George Lucas way. <laughs> I, as much as we would all probably want to see that, Disney would never do that. <laughs> I would go see it. I would go see it too. Um, but I'm a total mark for this series. I, I'm a total mark for most of these stuffs. I, I, I'll go see any of it. I don't care. Oh yeah. Um, you know, this they're even if they're not good, they're usually fun. Last Jedi being an exception. <laughs> yeah. That movie just made me mad. Yeah, I was so upset when we left that movie. Like what happened? Nothing. <laughs> Except a lot of shit got ruined. Yeah. Killed off Snoke. Those cool red guys. <laughs> it did. I will say, though, that lightsaber battle where Rey and Kylo teamed up was pretty cool. It was. Um, if you yeah. watch, I've seen people I've seen people tear that apart in slow motion, though. And there are some really obvious um, editing mistakes. Oh, yeah. When you slow it down. In fact, there's one scene where Rey is fighting a guy with two like dagger type blades. That was the Raphael one. Yes. Yeah. And at one point she blocks the high blade and turns and leaves his other hand completely open just to stab her in the back. And when they cut the shot and come at it from another angle, he doesn't even have the weapon in that hand anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he probably lost it. (laughs) I, I did like how we picked up on the fact that they were the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it was so obvious, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, the nunchuck guy, <laughs> the sword guy. To this really? day, to this day, I still have not watched that movie a second time. Me either. Um, I've been tempted to go back a few times, and and then I just. I, I it I don't want to get that angry again. <laughs> no. No, it's not worth it. Uh all right. Have you heard anything else about Star Wars? Anything else I might have missed? Other than the uh the toys and everything come out today. If there's anything left by the time this hits the uh interwebs. Yeah. All, all the new Hasbro toys and stuff. I don't know if anybody was doing a midnight release. They did last time, but I was looking and I couldn't find anybody doing anything. Okay. Other than Disney stores, I think we're doing a midnight opening for it. But did you have to go to those in person or did they, they're online store? Okay. Yeah. Do we even have a Disney store here anymore? There's one at South Hills village mall. Okay. I know there was one in Ross park, but it closed. Yeah. We, when we die and I used to collect Sum Sums, we used to go out there on Sum Sum Tuesday and try and pick some stuff up, but they never had anything by the time we got there because we work. So, (laughs) <laughs> yeah of course um okay so in other news other movie news uh i mentioned in the in the facebook preview tremors seven that's ridiculous tremors seven the first movie <laughs> the first movie came out 30 years ago wow the primary do you get, and you remember burt grummer the the yep. guy with all the ammo he's back he's been in every single one of them I didn't realize that. I didn't even yep. know there was any beyond two. So <laughs> they, these they kind of turned into almost Sharknado for a while. Like they okay. were just put they were just putting them out to like VOD for a while. Okay. Um, 
And this one, they're not, I don't think he's suggesting that this is going to be a major theater release, but he just like came out, I guess he did something on his Instagram. Um, they're filming on location in Thailand and it's Tremor seven Island Fury. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they go from being trapped in a valley that they have to get up the mountains and hide and to being trapped on an island. How the hell do you get away from those things on an island? I don't think you can. So maybe, maybe Tremor seven, maybe this will be it. Maybe everybody dies. Nope. Bert Grummer is going to find a way. <laughs> I hope they bring Reba back. That's who I want to come back. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Kevin Smith news. Uh, he's announced Clerks 3 is going to move forward again. Okay. Um, he'd had a script for it before, and it just didn't get done. It didn't get done. It didn't get done. And so he kind of just abandoned it and decided – that's when he decided to do this Jay and Silent Bob reboot uh, that comes out here this month, I think. Um, and But now the other day, uh, he's announced again he's going to be doing an all-new script. Um, to kind of close out the Clerks trilogy story, um, okay. uh, the main actors are coming, all coming back so far. Um, so I, I love these. I, I love Kevin Smith. So I'm excited for pretty much anything he does. Um, I've even, I, I went to theaters to see Tusk. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. <laughs> there you go. It's all good. Uh, uh, did you get a chance to see the uh, the trailer for this uh, Ryan Reynolds movie coming to Netflix, Six Underground? No. Um, it it looks decent. It, it's it's going to be coming to Netflix. Um, it's a Michael Bay movie, so it's just like you know explosions and ass shots and and lens flare and more explosions and um, but. Uh, it just looks like it's going to be a good action flick with dead. It's going to be Deadpool without the mask. Um, they're, uh, the characters are, I think all of them are declared dead. So they have the freedom to go around the world and take on these secret missions. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm watching um, it right now. It looks a little ridiculous, but fun. Yeah. But it Netflix, so we don't have to go to the theater and see it. We can yeah. just watch, watch it when it comes out. Um, I've been digging a lot of the original Netflix stuff that they've been coming out with. So, um, you know, something like this is right up my alley. Yeah. I, I like the Netflix movies. They're just not quite good enough to make it to theaters. I think is the, is the deal. <laughs> yep. Yep. They probably wouldn't do well in theaters, but you know, throw them on Netflix and they'll get 13 million views in their opening weekend. His masks are cool. That they're yeah. Wearing. Yeah. Kind of like, um, uh, Deathstroke ish. Uh huh. With the gas mask thing on the front and all that. Yeah. That's cool. When's this come out? Uh, I'm not sure. Six underground release date. Uh, just says 2019. Um, okay. Release date. December 13th. It's okay. at the end of the trailer. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, cool. I must have missed that. I'm probably clicked off the trailer at the end too quick. Uh, cool. So, yeah, so it's coming up here in a couple months. So, um, December is going to be a busy month. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, well, and, then, and then the last bit of uh, other movie news, uh, we talked about how Tom Holland's starring the Uncharted movie. Um, they got uh, Travis Knight from Bumblebee is going to be directing that flick. Okay. I still haven't seen Bumblebee. It's, it's decent. Um, it kind of resets the whole Transformers timeline so that hopefully they can, you know, move forward and do something with it. Um, I saw a rumor the other day, not a rumor, speculation. Somebody's saying that, uh, John Cena's character from that movie may end up being the original GI Joe (laughs) and that they're, that they're gonna start doing that Hasbro universe, um, because they've got the snake eyes movie coming out or in production and um a few other things coming in that whole like universe so people are wondering if maybe they're gonna tie john cena into that somehow john cena's got a lot of stuff coming up he's trying to be the rock man he wants to break into movies (laughs) he's the best Uh, moving into TV news, um, I saw a casting a casting call for the Moon Knight series, and just a little bit specific, they're seeking a Jewish Israeli Zac Efron type. <laughs> and, Why don't they get Zac Efron then? Well, well, that's what I said. I said, "Cue Zac Efron furiously searching Ancestry.com for some Jewish heritage." Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, why not just if they're looking for a Zac Efron type actor, just cast Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be know, too expensive, though. It could be. Although these these Marvel shows, um, it kind of segues into another topic here. Um, apparent the, the reported budgets of these Marvel shows is going to be between 100 and 150 million dollars per mm-hmm. season. They're talking about $25 million an episode. That is insane. I love it. <laughs> I mean, me too. I mean, it's, it's going to be like watching movies at home. Yeah, but... six-hour-long Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, though. That's a ton of money. It is. It is. But and I, you got to wonder, like – how much that's going to affect because they can't there there's no way they're going to get that back on disney plus disney plus is going to be operating at a loss for mm-hmm. a long time because they have to include the price that they paid for the fox library in there yeah any kind of new product like brand new production has to go into the initial cost so it's going to be operating at a loss for years before they yeah. recoup I mean, they paid $74 billion for Fox. And then they're not even charging that much for it. No. I don't know. They must have something planned. It's got to be, they're banking on this being the future of entertainment. Yeah. and And that by getting in there now with all the content they have, that, yeah, they may operate at a loss for... 10 years but on year 11 boom now you're in the money and it's just going to continue forward forever mm-hmm. yeah and it and it very well could um and then the last thing in tv news i am am so behind on like all the cw stuff 
and um and like titans on the dc universe but um the uh crisis on infinite earth storyline is is getting ready to kick off here i think next week so i'm never there's no way i'm going to catch up before it starts um <laughs> but I'm, I'm starting to see a ton of advertising uh for batwoman on cw um it was on both wrestling shows last night they were advertising it i'm seeing it all over youtube um i think i even got a twitch one of the twitch advertisements i think was was the batman sh- or batwoman show uh so looks good it, it does i i like ruby rose um apparently she's done a lot of she did a lot of her own stunts because she was apparently there was an accident on set she almost got paralyzed doing a stunt oh wow um apparently she showed and i didn't go look at it because i didn't care to see it but apparently she put like an instagram story up with like them graphically doing surgery on her um so hey she's gonna do her own stunts you know it just makes it more authentic Um, yeah they can do closer shots and stuff and and not have to uh in a a full costume with a mask (laughs) yeah wow that's true yeah (laughs) um but yeah we've got uh a couple first couple episodes of titans um i'm seeing some advertisements for that because uh deathstroke is coming to the titans uh so i'm excited to get i gotta renew my membership and and start watching that and i gotta try and find some time i don't know it's it's these cw shows because i miss them and i'm so far behind it's like homework i like i know if i sit down and watch them i'm gonna enjoy it but mm-hmm. just the just getting myself to sit down and watch them is a chore. Yeah, because there are shows you have to kind of pay attention to. Like, I, I'm always up to date on wrestling because I could be doing other things while that's going on. You know, I don't have to sit there and like, oh, what's going to happen next? It's wrestling. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. That's why I didn't get through um, Lost that Don always yells at me about. Because I, I was trying to watch Lost and play video games at the same time. <laughs> yep, that's when you got to watch. um what else nothing else in tv although um i'm starting to see some advertisements for some of the shows uh that we have on our hitter uh hitter shit list Mm -hmm. and a couple of the ones that we called shits i saw some advertisements for and i'm actually kind of interested in (laughs) yeah that's what's tough about whenever we do that show is like there's all that's out there is a little one paragraph blurb about it. Yeah. When it's going to be on. And then you got to figure it out from there. But like, I, I agree. There's been a few that I saw like, eh, that doesn't look too bad. Yeah. I, the whole, the one about the, the one, the unicorn, the one about the, the guy who's there trying to get back that one. I don't understand that. I don't understand why that yeah. guy is such a catch. Like, right. But I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, we, we'll, we'll see how our record goes this year and uh, see if we go, what, 9 and 10 again? <laughs> yeah, that's our that's our goal. We, should, we want to go 11 and 8 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many shows there were, but <laughs> I, I have a This Is Us prediction. Okay. So Di was telling me that they introduced – there was – the one woman on there had a baby premature – so they went into the future, and he's alive and well, but he's blind. Okay? Oh God. So he had, he, his wife is six weeks pregnant in the show, but he's a very successful musician. 
So here's my prediction for what's going to happen. His wife is going to die during childbirth, and he's going to be forced to give up his music career to raise (laughs) this kid on his own while being blind. And he'll have to deal with all those those setbacks and stuff because that's the worst case scenario. Yep, I you're I I print it. That's <laughs> that's absolutely what's gonna happen. You're right. Absolutely what's gonna happen. That's just not, such trash. It's so I don't get I I can't go off on it every week. <laughs> I kind of want like get a, get a summary from Die every week of what's happening so I can try and make predictions like this that are just so ridiculous and see how many of them come true. Does she get angry when you predict stuff? She does. I'm not allowed to be. I'm not allowed to be home while she watches the show. That's hilarious. Because I just I I call everything and I'm just so negative about it. But it just it is what it is. It's just so stupid. There's more realistic storylines in comic books because every once in a while something good can happen. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, toy news. New York Comic Con. What do you got? So the Funko New York Comic Con shared exclusives hit stores on Thursday. And let me just say, I am so glad I've kind of dialed back on trying to get these things. Because <laughs> a couple years ago, I would go out on these days and just try and get as much of this stuff as I could. And now it's just like, it, it's too much work. But uh, they're out there. Uh, your Bluntman and Chronic ones are an FYE exclusive. So you might want to check on those. Um, some other ones that I liked. There's a, a male Captain Marvel. The original Captain Marvel is at Walgreens. Okay. There's a Stan Lee in the astronaut suit from Guardians 2. You can that, get it Walmart. Okay, that one's kind of cool. Um, GameStop has uh, Susie from uh, Stranger Things Season 3. Okay. Long distance girlfriend. I kind of want that one. And uh, that's pretty much it. Funko Shop has the uh, Scott Pilgrim figures. They're not uh, pops. I forget what they're called, but there's a three pack of those. So I don't know if Ken will be going. Is that, is that the, the five star Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Scott, Knives, and Ramona. Mm hmm. And then I kind of like the New York Comic Con mascots. There's one at, uh, you can only get at the show. He's wearing a baseball jersey. And then there's two dressed as superheroes that you can get at the Funko shop. But I have no no hope of getting those, I don't think. All right. See, that two-pack of Bluntman and Chronic, I mean, they're all right. But I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll. FYE is pretty good at actually having those, the the con exclusive ones. So they probably won't be too hard to get. I'm actually going to their website right now and seeing if Okay. I'm trying to look down through this list and see if there's anything else that makes me think about getting anything. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing them on the website. They might be in a special place, though. 
But yeah, that's that's what I got for toys. Um, that and the Ninja Turtle Ultimate Scale figures from Super Seven released on October first. They start shipping on Halloween, I think, though. Okay. I think there there's four to start. It's Raphael, Splinter, Baxter Stockman, and a Foot Soldier are the first four. They're seven inch scale, but they're they're made to look like the original 1987 toys, which is pretty neat. Okay. There's a bigger scale, more detailed, more accessories, all that kind of stuff. Nice. But they're 45 bucks a pop, so I'm like, I can't get these. Holy cow. Yeah. They're neat, though. The Raphael has an alternate head that makes them look like the original comic series, which is neat because their bodies were always pretty much the same. So the, the head's different, where it's more angry looking and all that. So I thought that was kind of cool. Okay, I, t- I take back what I just said. I found one I kind of want. Which one's that? Um, this is, and it's actually at Funko Shop. It's the Marty McFly Darth Vader. It's actually kind of cool looking. It's him when he was trying to convince his dad to go talk to, uh, what's her name, when he was in the biohazard suit? Oh, uh, okay. I see. <laughs> I missed that one somehow. That's great. That one I kind of that one's kind of cool. There's so many of these things. I know. Insane. And they're fifteen bucks a pop too, which is ridiculous. Any other time they're like eight ninety nine, but con exclusives are double the price. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, so the two pack is thirty. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, well, we'll see what happens. I'll go out and look later. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like if I see them when I'm out and about and they're ones that I want, I'll pick them up. But I'm not going to actively go out and look for them. I just can't do it anymore. I have no room. That's <laughs> basically what it came down to. Well, I got mine. I got mine boxed up. Uh, so I don't have room right now. So I probably should wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else in toy news? Nope, that's all I got. All right. Uh, moving on to video game news. Um, did you see the trailer? Have you seen the trailers for Star Wars Fallen Order? Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks outstanding. I cannot wait for this. Um, I did. I went out on YouTube and found uh, some gameplay footage. The gameplay footage looks great. Uh, reminds me a lot of um, Force Unleashed uh from from a gameplay perspective single player story mode this is the star wars game i want i don't want that like online battle royale battle what battle star 2 or whatever the fuck it was what was that called um battlefield, battlefield yeah battlefront battle yes battlefront yeah i played that for like 20 minutes and i got bored yeah so i ass kicked by 13 year olds yep Totally the same thing. Um, but I is because I got duped into pre-ordering Battlefront. I'm not. I refuse to pre-order this. Um, it comes out uh, November fifteenth, right around the same time Stadia is coming out. It has not been announced for Stadia yet, but I'm hoping that Stadia is going to get it because I actually want to be able to use that for something. And yeah. the, ga- the game library right now for Stadia isn't a lot of stuff that I'm real excited about. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to end up getting some games that I'm not real fond of just so I can play and, and mess around with it. Uh, so I'm really hoping this comes out for Stadia. Um, cause if it doesn't, I'm going to have to buy it for PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It will be available on PC though. So I could get it on PC, but for those, I like the controller for that style game. You can't get a USB one. I could, I guess. I've never been, I've never like tried to do a controller on my PC. I just use mouse and keyboard, but, okay. but yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm holding out. I'm hoping it's going to come to Stadia. It's on every other platform except, <laughs> um, except switch. So, um, I'm hoping that, that Stadia is going to get it. Yeah. I'm looking at this gameplay footage. There's no way the switch could handle these graphics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is insane. I'm watching them crawl up the side of an ad ad that has moss growing on it. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, this I'm really this is this is the, the one of the games that's got me the most excited. Like big major titles that's got me the most excited in a long time. That I think will pay off. There have been other yeah. games that I was excited about but then ended up sucking. Yeah, I got Pokemon to look forward to. Sword and Shield are, is coming out next month. Okay. I got that, which is a good segue to our next thing on the list here. Yeah, I saw. What's this? is this? Is this Pokemon Go or? No, this is for Sword and Shield. Okay. They are going to do. They have a camera set up in this in this forest called the uh, Glimwood Tangle which is an area in the game and it's going to be a 24 hour live stream where rumor is they're going to reveal all the Pokemon that are going to be available in this game throughout the day. They're just going to like walk by or be seen in the background or something like that. Wow. So it's going to go on for 24 hours. It starts this morning at nine Eastern, 9 a.m. Eastern. It's going to go till 9 a.m. Saturday morning. Wow. So you'll get, I, I guess you're going to get all kinds. These are all, this is all speculation, but there's going to be different weather changes. When the weather changes, different Pokemon are going to come out. Different time of the day, different Pokemon are going to be out to see. It's just an all big, like, hype building thing for Sword and Shield that comes out. Now, where That's, is this, where is it broadcast? Is it going to be on Twitch? I think it's on Pokemon.com. Okay. I think it's be everywhere i think it's i think youtube has it i think pokemon.com has it Uh, it's across a few platforms i believe let me see if i can find that answer for sure all right uh pokemon sword and shield 24-hour live stream um youtube and uh, official pokemon youtube and twitch channels all right uh, we've also embedded the stream above. Oh, this on Games Gamespot. Um, okay. We'll have it as well. But uh, if you want the direct access, Pokemon YouTube and Twitch channels. That's good that they're going to be on there because then you can start them whenever. Yeah, you can just pop in and out. Um, you know, both YouTube and Twitch. You can get the live streaming on your phone if you're out and 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 want to be that connected to it. You can be. I can't um, miss. <laughs> there's, there's no way um john at the comic book store said he's going to put it on as soon as he gets there tomorrow morning and leave it on until they close just to see if it draws any kind of attention 
That's funny. <laughs> See, do they have like a screener there or anything that they can show it to people? Like, yeah, there's a computer monitor, an extra one we can turn around and have. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's a good marketing idea. You know, it'll be different. I hope it's not just really lame where you, they just like walk by and like, oh, there's Pikachu, or you know. I hope that like you have to actually really watch to see stuff. So are I guess are they doing like is there going to be commentary? Are they do is this like game? Are they going to be playing the game and like previewing previewing the game for people, or is it just literally going to be like like a, a hunting trail cam on a on an empty forest and Pokemon are just going to be like? It sounds like that's what it's going to be. That uh, <laughs> that's funny. Here's the blurb from the Pokemon website. Starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time on Friday, October 4th, we will broadcast live footage for 24 hours from a camera set up in Glimpwood Tangle, a strange forest located deep within the Gala region. This is your chance to get to know the various Pokemon that make their home in this forest. You may notice things that may surprise you. <laughs> it's a trail cam. This is, yep. I can't wait to turn this on because it is going to be the most ridiculous thing ever. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be good. I can't wait to turn that on. Then they have a message from one of the characters. And she's like, my name's Sonia and I'm the Pokemon researcher. Here in Galar, I'm always helping out with my research for, with my grand, Professor Magnolia. I'm sending this message because I could really use your help with some research I'm doing. Next week, a camera will be set up in a strange forest here in Galar known as Grimwood Tangle. And the camera will begin broadcasting live footage. <laughs> so it's, it's totally what you said. It's, it's, it's going to be great. That's funny. You know what they need to do, though, when it when it turns to night? They need to like turn it into like a real trail camera and flip it to like infrared night, night vision. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't see the colors of the Pokemon. You can just see them when they pop up. They have infrared and like. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'll tune in for a little bit. I got a pretty busy day tomorrow, but I'll, I'll try and make time to tune in for a little bit at least. Well, that will be funny. All right. <laughs> Uh, anything else in the video game world? That's all I had. All right. Uh, so let's end it up here with a little bit of sports. Uh, the Steelers Monday night took down the Bengals pretty easily. Um, which tells me one thing. The Bengals are really, really bad. They are. Um, I mean that, that one, I didn't watch much of the game. Because I feel like whenever I turn the game on, something bad happens to the Steelers. <laughs> so I, I just don't turn the game on. Um, but I did see the one uh, the one really nice pass play that Mason Rudolph had. The guy was open by like 25 yards. How does your how do your defensive backs let somebody that open? I don't know. I mean it was it was bad. Um, but uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph. Played well um, against a bad team. We'll see what happens when he goes up against a halfway decent team this weekend. Um, see if the defense can stop Baltimore like the Browns did. Mm -hmm. um, 
So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Steelers win. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, how's it going in fantasy? I, I see you're in first place in our league again, you son yep. of a bitch. <laughs> yep, I'm right back on top where I belong. Um, last, it was you and me last week, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. beat you by less than 10. It wasn't a blowout. No, and I had you for a little bit, but um, uh, Chubb, uh, yeah, Chubb <laughs> screwed me. He was amazing. <laughs> um, but I made a mistake, too. I started uh, I started Watson. If I had started James uh, Winston, Winston um, I, I'd have beat you. Um, uh-huh. So that was my mistake. Um I figured Deshaun going against Carolina would be better than Winston going against the Rams. And I was very, very wrong. So, (laughs) Hey, you never know. All I know is I knocked Ken out of first place. You have the same record. It's, it's based on points now though. Yeah. I I got a lot more points than him though. Yeah. Like 40 more points than him. Yep. We'll see what happens, but so he, he holds the tiebreaker over me though, because he won the head-to-head. Okay, so I'm going up against who the hell is Scott's Tots? I think that's Zach. Okay. All right, so I'm going up against against Zach then this week, uh, and right now he's forecasted to beat me. Uh, so I'll I'll go to uh, I'm the Steelers. I'm gonna go to uh, one and one and four. <laughs> <laughs> you have um just under a hundred more points than I do. Nice. So I am now tied for tied for last <laughs> with uh Xander and um uh Maddie, I think. Ken's buddy. Yeah. So should be fun. I suck at fantasy football. I'm amazing at fantasy football. <laughs> I'm gonna have you pick my team next year. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else in sports? Uh, hockey starts today. Two, today. Yeah. Past, present, future. When this podcast is being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> when this podcast is recorded, and when you listen to it, hockey is being played. So. We have that to look forward to here in the city of Pittsburgh, I suppose. <laughs> Thank God, because the Pirates. They fired Clint Hurdle. Uh, I saw today they fired the pitching coach and the bench coach. Um, but Neil Huntington hanging in there. The ownership. <laughs> Huntington Huntington's done a good job with what he's been given, I think. I don't know, though. We'll see. I, I, I think everybody from the ownership down, I think the whole front office needs to go and they need to sell the team who wants to invest in it, but yeah. that's never going to happen. Have you seen, uh, have you seen the stuff going around? Um, Dejan Kovacovic started that article t- trying to get the mayor to intercede and basically try and try and force nutting, like embarrass him into selling the team. I'm like, all that's going to do is like make him dig his heels in further. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. And, and fortunately like, the problem is though, is a ton of the Yinzer Pittsburgh's 
Pittsburghers, like, took up this cause. And so now you've got, like, thousands of people tweeting at the mayor, oh, you piece of crap, mayor, if you don't do something about the Pirates, I'm gonna not going to vote for you in the next election. And uh, it's just... Why should that be the mayor's concern? <laughs> well, number one, it's it's a privately owned company. Right. It, it doesn't matter how much we idiot taxpayers paid to build that stadium. He mm-hmm. owns that team. It is a private company. Right. And he can do whatever the hell he wants to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it sucks because, you know, that team has got history here. And it, it, it sucks right now because the ownership is not willing to do anything with it. But mm-hmm. it's not a political matter. There's nothing they can yeah. do to to force him into selling. And, and I, I just <laughs> I, I think it's stupid when a reporter who is by all accounts, a pretty intelligent guy starts this stupid campaign that gets stupid people on board and thinking they can do something about it. Mm -hmm. It just bugs me. Yeah. That's, that's Pittsburgh though. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) Unfortunately. But anyway, enough ragging on Pittsburgh. Yeah, Hockey, hockey's back. The Steelers won. It's a good week. <laughs> yep. It's gonna be good. Everything's gonna be fine, regardless of what happens with the Pirates. This Life will go on. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for hanging out tonight. Yeah, this is fun. Getting this out there. Um, I will uh get this uploaded so that we can get this out for all of you. Uh. And this is kind of pointless because if you're hearing this, you're already listening, which means it's already done. Uh, Anyway, hey, thanks for hanging out. Um, Share with your friends, like, subscribe. Uh, Go check out our YouTube channel. Uh, Head over to kfpodcast.com and continue to look for stuff on all our social media at the KF Podcast. And watch for uh, Ken and Dawn's wrestling recap from their trip to D.C. this week. Yes, that channel. Yep, that should be coming out uh, relatively soon if it's not already out by the time you listen to this. So thanks again, and everybody have a good night. Later. Bye.